I, I'd have to think about um, some of the stuff. Well, I mean, I agree. You know, if you think about what they've done, Fauci is in the witness protection program now. They don't want him out. They, no, they, they've never supported any. If you, if you listen to them, they never supported all these policies that were so destructive. Now it's like, you know, we all want to be like Florida all of a sudden, and nothing has changed. There's been no change in the underlying science. The ineffectiveness of those policies was apparent long ago. The destructiveness of those policies was apparent long ago. And they were the ones that were dipping their nose into Florida's business last summer saying that two-year-old kids needed to be forced masked when they leave the house. Here's the deal, folks. Gary and White, they created me on their computer. I'm not gonna stand here and listen to this baloney. He won't, you know. He doesn't stand for baloney. Do you mind waiting here? I won't be a moment. Now listen, you're always complaining I don't get your food, so I got your ribs. Now I want you to do something for me you've been promising for a long time. What's that you say, Peg? I'm sorry, it's just this darn headache. Not that. I meant something that would require movement on your part. I want you to fix the back fence. Wait a second, Peg, why should I have to fix it? It wasn't me who said, let's get a picture of your mother leaning up against the fence. It wasn't meant to support a 200-pound woman with a keg under each arm. It made a nice picture, Al. Everybody says, we don't need a homeowner's association. That's stupid, Quagmire. Well, this is why a homeowner's association. Well, good morning, good friar. I hear you're in a crappy mood. Yeah, yeah. Not only is do we lose a, a freaking hour of rest, uh, my beloved Newcastle, you know, their winning streak is now lost because they lost to Chelsea. This whole I lost an hour of sleep nonsense drives me insane because you didn't really lose an hour of sleep. Could have gone to bed earlier. No, it's Saturday night, man. I can't go to bed earlier. <laughs> Cammy's excited because she always, always, always works the shift back. Okay. But this time she got to work the shift forward. So did she lose an hour? Well, she lost an hour of work time. She got to come yeah, home. Yeah. You know, it's only an 11-hour shift instead of 12. And they have to use PTO to make it up. But, oh, that sucks. Well, yeah, but, I mean, every time you work the other end of it, so... You get an hour of overtime, working extra. But I don't. I don't get it. I, to me, I, see, this is the annual nonsense up here. Yeah. Why do we have to change our clocks? Whining nonsense. I, 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 I. Yeah. I just get tired of the changing back and forth. Just set it and let it go, and we'll just well, deal with it. A couple of things to consider. One, now your car clock will be correct for the next six or eight months. No, I got to change it. I'm I'm one of those fools that changes the car clock. All right, your VCR. Well, nobody has VCRs anymore. No, nobody has VCRs. Your stove clock. I already changed you that last night, you right would. before I went to bed. Um, 
the other thing to think about where you live, it isn't as big a deal, but up here mm-hmm. we gain a hundred hours of daylight mm-hmm. in March with the time shift. Yeah. Now, I guess when you live in, you know, centralized California or whatever, maybe that's not as big a deal. But, man, let me tell you, up here, it is so much nicer when you have much more daylight. Yeah. And I get it. For me, it doesn't really matter what time the clock says it is other than getting Ben to school. But as a general rule of thumb, even when I was working, it it doesn't bother me. I'd rather be on daylight savings time. If we're going to go to one or the other. Yes. Let's go to daylight savings time. Yeah. Leave it at that. But but the change doesn't bother me. Well, uh, so I'm one of those people, Rabbi, that I've got my body clock is on a set routine. And so this is what screws it up. So now it's like my body's waking me up this morning. It woke me up at 7 o'clock. Normally I'm getting up at 6 because that's when my alarm was, was set for. So now I've got to have to reset my body. And that's what takes... That's what the pain is. It's not so much that I don't care about the, the light. Or we, would, we would go to sea. We'd pull out of here, Bangor. Mm-hmm. And we'd be on Pacific, whatever, say daylight time. Yeah. As soon as we got to the Straits of Juan de Fuca, we'd close the hatch and dive. The instant we close the hatch, we shift to Greenwich Mean Time or GMT. Okay. So shift forward. At that point, I think it's eight hours, maybe nine. From depends Pacific, on, yes. Depends on daylight savings time or not daylight savings time, whatever. So, so you immediately shift forward at least eight hours. And then three weeks later, we'd pull into Honolulu, Pearl Harbor. And as soon as you pop, pop the hatch, you shift back to Hawaii time. So <laughs> all of a sudden, you go back 11 hours. And it was like, you want to talk about messing with your cycle. That's, yeah. that's where it is. But isn't this supposed to be breakfast? No, man. <laughs> it's It's... It dinner or mid-rats or whatever. So there you go. On the plus side, there is good news today. Yeah. As of 12 o'clock yesterday, Saturday, the coronavirus can no longer get you here in Washington State. Huzzah. No longer. peasants rejoiced. You know, I really didn't notice much rejoicing. I just, because here's the weird thing about this. The mask mandate ended yesterday at midnight. Mm -hmm. But functionally, the mask mandate ended several months ago. Yeah, it was about the time that the scientists lost their credibility. Right. Paging Dr. Fauci, white courtesy phone, Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Cammie quit wearing masks months ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, she would intentionally walk into places not wearing a mask and basically just dare people to say something yeah. to her. Yeah. And they never did. Neither, nobody, you know... Fellow shoppers didn't say anything. Yeah. No staff ever said anything. Nobody ever said anything. Yep. So, so we went to Safeway a week ago, and she wasn't going to wear a mask. But me, my dumbass, I put one on just because I was used to it. wasn't thinking. Yeah. When we walked in. Now, this is a week before the mask mandate in. And as we're walking around in the store, we run into our next-door neighbors whom I love dearly. Our next door neighbors are great people and they're not wearing masks either. And I looked at myself and I looked at them. I said, screw this. I'm taking this off. (laughs) I took it off and we proceeded to shop. And as we shopped, we noticed more and more people taking theirs off. Not wearing it. That was a week before the mandate ended. 
Well, so, it takes 10 days to break a habit, right? Right. <laughs> so I officially quit after the State of the Union address. Okay. When the State of the Union address was was on, and I didn't watch it. I, I just caught the headlines later. Yeah. But, and, and this is what I said to people who, you're not wearing masks. Well, the president doesn't have to wear one, neither do I. I, I. Fauci told the president he could take his off. So guess what? Yep. I, I don't work for Jay Inslee, so... Anyway, I officially quit after the State of the Union address, but officially, officially, I guess it ended yeah. night before last. Yeah, I think we still have. I'm not sure what's going on in California because they've changed so often, and they've they've made it specific to each county and what their hospitalization rates were. And so, when they first relaxed it way back when, I just stopped wearing the mask. I don't care what my vaccine status and all that other stuff is. I'm just not going to wear it. And no one's commented. No one. Nobody's going. Well, I mean, sooner or later you're going to run into a Karen who will. Yeah. But but so up here, no more, no mask mandate except healthcare places, mm-hmm. doctor's office, hospital, public transport, public transportation, which I can honestly say I never use. Well, I used you to kind of want a hazmat suit when you're riding public transport. <laughs> I used to ride the ferries, but. They've canceled most of the ferries up here. Uh, <laughs> plus, they're so expensive anymore. It's like, mm, yeah. we'll just drive. Um, and the third one is, this is the this is the bizarre category. The third category is businesses that choose to maintain the mandate. Oh, yeah. And I thought to myself, what kind of an idiot business owner do you have to be to do that? I mean, potentially a left-leaning progressive one, maybe? I guess. I mean, you could. The vegan I, store? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, don't get me started on that stuff. <laughs> did you follow the Twitter debate about who's a vegan and who's not a vegan? I did not, no. So apparently if you've ever owned a pet, you're not a vegan. It has if nothing to do with masks, but... but if ve- you've owned vegans a are, pet, you're Vegans not a vegan. are, if you'll pardon the phrase, eating each other over who's a real vegan and who's not a real uh. vegan. It's hysterical. If you just happen to have copious free time and the tolerance level that most people don't have. Anyway. Well, this is what the frock, right? Yeah. So I was thinking to myself, the only people, I can see a business putting a sign that says, we request that you wear a mask. Yeah. You know, we'd like you to wear one, but we're not going to require it. But if you put a sign up there that says, masks required to enter, you might as well just hang up a sign that says, we don't want your money. So our local grocery store had, had a sign up that says masks required to enter because of the whatever Stanislaus, whatever, or the state mandate. But then they had a secondary sign that said, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And so I'm like, okay, no one's going to check your vax card at the grocery store. So, yeah. We actually have in our mall, we have two stores that are identical. Mm-hmm. They're the same store. Same company, same store, sell the same product. One store has a sign that says, masks required for entry. The other store, which again, sells exactly the same thing. It's the same company. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have the sign. So guess where everybody's going? The one without the sign. Right, right. Which means that the other one's probably going to shut down soon. Yeah. That's Why are your point. sales down? I don't know. Oh. Ooh, what would I know? COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> 
that's the way it is. So here's the real question, though. Yeah. When do the mask mandates come back? Oh, because I'm sure now, they'll, tr- they'll try. Now we have Stealth Omnicraw. Da, da, da. This was the major topic of discussion yesterday for us. Yeah. Uh, stealth stealth. Omnicraw. Omnicraw. Which they can't detect yet, but we know it's here. <laughs> well, if you can't detect then I don't know. Yeah, how, how are you ever going to know if you can't detect it? Because it doesn't matter. This is the thing. It, does, it doesn't matter. It's, 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 hey, we say it's here. We say it's that. So yeah. guess what? Science, man. Science. It, it, it's like, you know, it reminds me, um, what was that episode? What was that show or movie? Was it Last Kingdom? Where the Templar Knights, um, it was all about the Crusades and the Templar Knights would, you know, start yelling out, you know, for God to shut people down, for God, for God to shut really any argument down as to you know, people going against them. Yeah, because they don't do that anymore. No. Nobody it's like, science, science, science. Here, science, science, science. Dr. Fauci. I need to, wa- I need to watch a weird science again. I haven't seen that in a while. So Fauci has disappeared. Yep. And the bad part about Fauci disappearing is that people are noticing that he's disappeared. Yeah. So if he just went away, which is what we all wanted a year ago, we would have been fine with it. Just go away. Yeah. Just now he's S-T-F-U, gone away. S-T-F-U, Fauci. Right. But now he's gone away and everybody's like, well, why did he go away? Where, where did Dr. Fauci go? <laughs> and it's become so obvious because of this impact memo. Yeah. Which I'm assuming you've seen. I don't. I'm surprised I, I, at how few people have seen this. I did because you sent the link, not right. because I saw it anywhere in the. So for those meeting. of you that missed it, which, which includes my wife, um, Impact is a research group. Impact Research. Uh, they did a project for the DNC, mm-hmm. and they issued a memo, which you can read. All you got to do is Google Impact Memo COVID. You'll find yeah. the memo. But I'll summarize it for you. It says, quote, below we lay out some strategic thoughts for Democrats positioning themselves on COVID-19 after two years of the pandemic. So this is a pre-midterm strategy. Declare the crisis of COVID over and push for feeling and acting more normal. Yeah. Science, is the the pandemic actually over? We don't care. They keep seeing science. The science says, no, it's going to be with us forever. But yeah, we shall just declare the crisis phase over and push for fear. Recognize that people are quote unquote worn out and feeling real harm from the year's long restrictions and take their side. Right. Underline bold, take their side. Not me. They underline and bold, take their side. So, and then she points out. So uh, this is the same people, mind you, that actually enacted a lot of the lockdown restrictions. Exactly. These are those people. Yes. These, the, these are the advisors to the people who did that, telling them what to do. And by the way, in case you didn't notice, they did this. Yeah. So, see, she says, uh, twice as many voters are now concerned more about the effects on the economy than about someone in their family becoming infected with the coronavirus. It is the economy, stupid, right? So let's see. Acknowledge that COVID still exists and will likely exist for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. 
Uh, don't set COVID zero as the victory condition. In other words, how many times did Jay Inslee say, we've got to get rid of COVID? Yeah. Which was the stupidest thing. And we've talked about how this show was born out of COVID. But yeah, we've been talking about it. But unfortunate that it was COVID that, you know, we've had to talk about the last two freaking years. Say it with me. If COVID is everything we've been told it is, we're doing everything wrong. wrong. And we're still are. Yep. Stop talking about restrictions in the unknown future ahead. If we focus on how bad things still are and how much worse they could get, we set Democrats up as failures, unable to navigate us through this. Mm-hmm. When 99% of Americans can get vaccinated, we cause more harm than we prevent by vote with voters by going into the third year talking about restrictions. So this memo comes out. Mm-hmm. This is the thing you need to understand. The memo comes out and literally within hours, Democrat governors start lifting mask restrictions and shutdown yeah. restrictions. And I can't even tell you, we, uh, we regularly here on this show listen to Bill's podcast yeah. on the iHeartRadio app, which you can listen to our show on the iHeartRadio app. But at any rate, the, uh, invariably there are ads for getting vaccinated. There were for yeah. two years. And Along now, with some other funny right, ads. But. Right. <laughs> right. Those were usually related to around Valentine's Day. Um, so these ads would go, just these ridiculous ads about children. I want to be vaccinated, mommy. Kind of. Ad. I'm not making that yeah. up. So like, you know what would make me happy, mommy, is to get my vaccine. For my so, birthday. For my birthday. <laughs> Well, those have stopped. Have you noticed? Yeah. That those have, in fact, uh, I don't know what's going on at iHeartRadio because I don't work there anymore, but I've noticed a distinct lack of ads in total on, on iHeart podcasts lately, but that could be related. It might not be related. Well, you know, with, with the cost of everything going up because of not only the inflation related to the, all the COVID closures and all that stuff, and now gas prices going through the roof. You know, people's uh, advertising budgets have probably been cut back a bit. Yeah, we'll circle back to that one in a few minutes. But in the meantime, this memo comes out. All of a sudden, it, it's like it's like Germany in 1945, the summer of 1945. Nazis. There's no Nazis here. What are you talking about, Nazi? Who's never heard of those? Yeah. You know, COVID? Never heard of that. Don't know what you're talking about. Who's this... Fauci character you're talking about? I I don't even, I don't know him. I'm surprised his, you know, his ego didn't like get him out in front of some camera somewhere. Oh, I suspect that his ego is taking a huge hit. I I suspect that he's chomping at the bit. Although his final few appearances on television were supportive of the goals of this memo. Sure. Oh, it's time to start getting back to normal a little bit. It's time to start the process of winding down, but, but he wouldn't come out and just say, Hey, the last two years have been complete and total BS. And yeah, you know, darn well, he's getting pressure to retire. I think so to get him. I, I mean, they, they want to get past this whole COVID thing because you know, at least before the midterms. Right. But who do you replace him? You're a Democrat administration. Do you hire somebody or point somebody to that position that is pro-COVID or someone who is uh, not well, going to play some, your game? Someone who's a lapdog will play your game. Which is what Fauci is. Yeah. Because really, 
Fauci was just the mouthpiece. Fauci was the the face of, I'll just say it, Democrat Party fascism. That's all he was. Yeah. He, he was just the, didn't know when to shut up. He was the Joseph Goebbels of the last two years. He's a guy with yeah. no real power on his own, but he's the mouthpiece of the people who did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at any rate, where is Dr. Fauci today? Nobody knows. And I'm surprised somebody hasn't found him at work or something. Just stuck a yeah. camera in his face and said, why aren't you on TV anymore? Yeah. Now, the other side of that equation, though, is the, the networks. Because usually the way this works is the networks call and say, hey, are you available? Can you, can you come on and talk about this? Come on and talk about yeah. that. So the question is, is he saying, no, I'm not available, or are they not even asking anymore? They got the memo, Dave. Well, that's true. They got they got the impact memo, so they're that's their plan, right? So if they're doing that, then you know it's kind of a it's kind of a uh, a question in the sense of well, okay, if you're not going to ask him to come on, why not? Who are you getting to come on? <laughs> Who are you getting to come on? Because sorry, I got to look something up here real quick. Sure. Um, did the networks just drop him? That's the weird part to me in all of this. I think yes. I think because the midterms are coming up, they need to they need to get COVID out of the news, and you can't do that with the with COVID face Fauci, right? He but was you the have face. the perfect cover for all this. You have the absolute perfect cover for getting COVID out of the news. In fact, yeah. in many ways, they've already done it. But yeah, it's. And there's it's now strange. people suggesting that this they allowed this to happen to get COVID out of the news. <laughs> well, who would suggest that? What kind of person would you have to be to think like that? <laughs> he said, weirdly. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know where we're going to go with this. I don't, I, I don't know. I mm-hmm. don't have the answers to this. But what I do know is, the same people that have been lying to me for two years are still lying to me by saying, hey, look, we all we didn't actually solve any problem. No. We're just going to say that it's over. Yeah. Ba-ding, it's over. Well, how does that work? How do you guys get to say nothing's changed, but now it's, it's, it's 11.59 on Friday night. Wear your mask. 12 o'clock Saturday morning. No, oh, don't wear your mask. Yeah. And have people go, the government saved the Democrat Party leadership, the state of Washington, the state of California, the nation. Biden saved us from the COVIDs and not have us all just go, Lord, the emperor has no clothes. No. No, not at all. <sighs> Enough to make me say, What the frock? This is Bill Mick from Bill Mick Live on WMMB in Melbourne, Florida. Hope you're enjoying listening to my buddy Dave or my buddies Dave and Rod, either way. Always good to hear them, and you can join me as well. I'm on Eastern Time, 6 to 9 a.m. every day at BillMick.com. Hit the Listen Live link, and you can pick up the podcast there as well. 
morning conversation about the Space Coast, Florida, and the country. We do it every day with Bill McLive on WMMB. Now get back to Dave or Dave and Rob. Welcome back. I'm Dave. I'm Rod. And this is What the Frock. It is. Coffee up. Sunday morning. Go. Oh, God. My coffee. I, I'm at the point right now where I no longer need coffee to survive. Now I got to have this. Because if I don't have this. Oh, allergy relief. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what it is up here. I, I do know what it is up here. It's the trees. We have a bunch of cherry trees around here. And for whatever reason, man. Central Valley allergies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I moved to Central Valley from Georgia, where, where you just had basic, basic allergies. It didn't really, yeah. it bothered me, but not a lot. Then I get to Central Valley, California, and almonds. Sorry. The almond blossoms. Almonds. Because you shake the L out of them. Yeah. You knock the L out of them. My God. Yeah. I would literally, there were days this time of year, March, April, whatever it was. I would just take a Benadryl and go to sleep because it was hopeless. Yeah. It it's was been the last month or so. The, the almond blossoms are all out. They're almost gone now. So then I come here and we moved here in July, so it wasn't bad. But come the next spring, you know, we get a lot of rain here, a lot of water. It's very mm-hmm. wet. And then the springtime hits, the fake spring, because, you know, you get a big rainstorm, big snowstorm. You get a couple of really nice warm days. Yeah. <laughs> and then there, all the plants go nuts. So the pollen here, for whatever reason, don't sneeze, don't cough. But my eyes, I mean, you could probably see it. My I eyes. I see them red, yeah. Whoa. And I will literally sit here clawing my eyeballs out because nothing works. To, the only thing I can do is get in the shower, which I'm going to do anyway, mm-hmm. um, and sit there with my face. <laughs> In the spring, because it's like, and it doesn't really help, but but it makes me feel better, and it's probably better than me clawing at them. Yeah, there's there's no eye drops or anything that help with that. There is nothing. This this stuff doesn't work. The allergy relief doesn't work. Uh, Benadryl does work, but it knocks you out. Problem with Benadryl is, yeah, I mean you're just done for the day. So I've taken to the point where I cut a Benadryl in half, Mm -hmm. and I only take half a Benadryl. That will relieve the eye itch for, I don't know, four to six hours. Mm. But it does make me, I'm, I'm not going to sleep, but I am a tad bit more sluggish. Yeah. So there's that. I hadn't been going to the gym because the gym has mask mandate. But now the gym doesn't have a mask mandate anymore. So now I'm thinking instead of making my, my two-mile walk around the neighborhood, maybe mm-hmm. I should go to the gym. But then that got screwed up because now I need to walk the neighborhood every day because I made a mistake this week. Uh Uh-oh. Which is not on the schedule, I know, but I got myself appointed as a board member at large of our homeowners association. (laughs) Now, why would you do such a thing? You may be crying. Yes. Why, Dave? Why? Because I went to the the annual meeting of the homeowners association. Mm-hmm. It was held via Zoom. I always go because I'm a homeowner, and I figure, well, I might as well go to the annual meeting at least. Yeah. Figure out what's going on, right? Especially since when I moved in here, my mailbox was broken, 
and allowed water to get into my mail. Mm -hmm. And I complained about it for three years and got nothing. Yeah. No response, no reply, nothing. So I finally sent a letter, certified letter, saying, fix my mailbox or I'm not paying any dues. And literally within 24 hours, my mailbox was replaced. Yeah. So it was like, huh, that's how you get things done, right? Yeah. And they were really nice and apologetic about it and blah, blah, blah. Turns out their email person didn't know what they were doing and all of my emails were going to spam and they didn't know how to check that. Anyway, point is I went to the annual meeting and at the annual yeah. meeting, they informed us that 20% of our homes in our district or our HOA are in arrears 90 days plus on dues. That's now, major. Our dues are due this month. They were due the 11th of this month, which mm -hmm. means that since we had the meeting on the 11th, means that these these houses are at least, they're, they're not 90 days in a row. They're a year in, in, in a at least, right? Yeah. 20%. So we got this problem because we got this fence that runs along half of our HOA along the street. And the fence is in bad shape. It needs mm -hmm. to be replaced. So we need money to fix the fence. We don't got enough money to fix the fence. 20% of our homeowners have not paid their dues. For at least two years. Well, can't the HOA put a lien on the property? Can. Yeah. Here's the problem. <laughs> that costs money. That costs money. Yeah. A lot of money here. Mm -hmm. And, okay, 20%. We have 107 homes. So figure 18, 19 houses. Mm -hmm. That's about $20,000 worth of, of liens. Nice. Which, coincidentally enough, is about the amount of money we need to fix the fence. Right? Yeah. So... The HOA is I'm just sitting there innocently in this Zoom meeting, just minding my own business. In fact, my camera isn't even on because I'm just listening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they say, we are proposing a one-time $200 per household assessment to fix the fence. Hmm. And my camera goes on. Yeah. Pardon. <laughs> Excuse me. Because... Our homeowners association division, we're, we're, we're like Austria-Hungary, man. It's, yeah. it's two different streets. It's two different neighborhoods combined into one HOA. The fence, of course, touches the other guys. Yeah. It doesn't even come to our street. Doesn't it doesn't even touch our street. Yeah. Right? But they want me to fork over $200 for this, H, for this fence. Oh, well, what about these 20 people that haven't paid? Who are they? You know? Yeah. Are they on your side or our side? Mm-hmm. So... We need that question answered. Well, then I propose, why, why aren't we doing this proportionally? In other words, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm part of the HOA, I get it, but the fence is on your side. Why don't you pay $200 and I'll pay $50? Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> well, we thought about that, but we didn't think we could do it that way and blah, blah, blah. Plus, it wouldn't give us enough money. Now, think about this. We can't force these people to pay their the arrears dues. dues. Yeah. Well, how are you going to get them to pay the $200? No, they're I, not I, going to. I, I, I can tell you what's going to happen with me. Okay, when I sell my house, I, I got to fork over $200 to yeah. you when I sell my house mm -hmm. 20 years from now. So you're still not going to have any money to, to, to fix this fence. Mm -mm. And in the meantime, 
you're going to yell at me. The, the rationale was the fence will improve our, all of our property value. No. So the tax assessor drives by and he says, well, there's Dave's house. Here's a fence two blocks away. The fence looks great. Dave's property value should go up. <clears throat> or the fence looks like crap. Dave's property value should go down. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not how that works. And the mean, tax I, I, assessor's going to look at the uh, the fence in the neighborhood. Right. Oh, I'm going to assess this property higher now. I'm pretty sure it doesn't work that way with realtors. In fact, I consulted a realtor to make sure that that was in fact not the case. And his <laughs> his advice to me was, "Well, does the fence look like crap? Is it in places? Tear it down." Yeah. I mean, if it's going to hurt your property values and you can't afford to build a new one, tear it down. Tear it down. <laughs> Sell the reclaimed wood. So in the middle of all this discussion, which was not heated, surprisingly, yeah. it came to the end of the meeting where they were saying, well, we need an at-large board member, at-large board member. Uh-oh. Did you turn your camera back off right then? Oh, I, I had not turned my camera back off. But at that <laughs> specific moment, my phone rang. And it was Ben, who is literally two rooms away that way. <laughs> Now, I got to answer the phone because, you know, I answer the phone. It's Benny's like, Dad, can we have cheesy roll-ups from Taco Bell? And I'm trying to explain to him that I can't drive the truck right now because the power steering pump's out. Sure. And mom's at work. So if we're going to do that, we're going to have to order it for delivery and blah, blah, blah. And I'm trying to explain this to him while I'm listening to them nominate me to be the Apple Oh, no. <laughs> I literally said, I've got the tape. Literally said, time out. I'm on the phone with my son. So the whole meeting comes to a halt while I'm explaining to Ben live on camera that when I'm done with the meeting, Did you we'll, mute yourself. No, <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> so I'm explaining to Ben that you're going to have to wait till this meeting's over so that I can then call Taco Bell and order it for delivery. Right. Yeah. On the, on the app via DoorDash or whatever, which is stupid because he only eats three things. Cheesy roll-ups, which are like a buck. Yeah. And Fiesta potatoes with no sour cream or cheese on them. So just the potatoes, okay. which are like two bucks. So for this $5 order, I've got to go through DoorDash. And then, yeah. And I'm explaining this to him live on the, the board meeting. <laughs> so then I come back and I said, what? Where were we? So are you willing to serve as a HOA board member at large? And I literally said, well, I'm not volunteering, but if you ask me to, I'll say yes. Okay, there you go. So they asked me, and I said, okay, I'll do it. But, so now you have to walk the neighborhood. But you understand that if I do this, I'm doing it solely for the purposes I'm going to defeat this stupid $200 assessment. You know, what's going to happen when some smart aleck goes around telling people, you know, you don't, you don't really have to pay that. Yeah. But now I have to walk the neighborhood on a yeah. regular basis, which I already do. So anyway... All well, you save, say, you save on a gym membership though, right? No, I don't. Cause I still have the gym membership because Cammie keeps saying, well, I want to go to the gym, but then she never goes. <laughs> I got the good membership. I got the membership where it's, you know, a guest, yeah. permanent guest. So like, she can always be my guest. We get the massage chairs and the tables and all the, we never go because she always has a reason. She's tired. Ankle hurts. I don't want to go right now because. So you, some you just, chef show is on. You just end the membership and don't say anything. 
If you say something, it'll be an issue. See, here's if you don't the say anything. What if it starts raining? And we're supposed to get an arc storm this week. Okay. And I can't walk outside because it's raining. And I still need to go walk. Because for those of you who don't know, I walk three miles every day. I walk for an hour every day. Yeah. But I can do it on the, on the treadmills at the gym. And I actually like that because then I can, I actually get more reading done on my iPad with my giant iPad. I put yeah. it up there with the books on there. I have Kindle books and I just, I read while I walk. And it's great. Can't do that while I'm walking the neighborhood because I'll trip no. and fall. But the, weren't you walking the mall too? We were walking the mall, but now that there's no mask mandate to flaunt, I, I think my wife is kind of. Now's the time you like wear, wear an obnoxious mask. <laughs> See, I thought about getting a Mark V gas mask. But yeah. Anyway, all that to say that this allergy thing is killing me. And it's these damn allergies that have ended up getting me on the HOA board. Surprisingly, the gas mask would help with that. It would actually help with that. Yeah. It would actually be more effective than these stupid cloth masks would have been. It would actually have, it would have actually prevented me from getting sick. <laughs> the cloth masks don't. They don't. But you know, Dr. Fauci today never told anybody that because if they if they had actually told people, hey, you need to get a Mark V gas mask or an actual painter's mask, or oh, oh, this is even the best part. Two days before the mask mandates end, I got to go to Target to the pharmacy to pick up some medication. Mm-hmm. Right, my prescriptions. She says, "Oh, checking my records. You haven't received your Booster. free three and ninety-five masks yet. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> do you want them? Like, no, no. She said, but they're free. I don't. Like, uh, number one, I'm not going to wear them. But number two, they're not free. No. I paid for them." Anyway, so I've got those. They're sitting. Well, and they're only good to you when you know you, you use them and then are done, right? I guess I don't know. You can use them for I think a couple times, but they're not like cleanable. Well, I've got three of them, and oh. they're they're far more uncomfortable because they don't have the behind the ear loops. They have these rubber rubberized loops on them that glue this thing to your freaking face. Mm-hmm. So all that because I have allergies. Yeah. Who knows? Which is nothing that we were supposed to talk about in this segment. No, we completely. Probably probably better anyway. So stay with (laughs) us. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Whitey. And this is Hank. And you can listen to our podcast, Two Pint Talk on all your favorite podcast sources. So come check it out where we talk about two beers and and everything stuff. (laughs) Listen to Two Pint Talk on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to What the Frock. I'm Dave. I'm Rod. We were supposed to, in the last segment, we were supposed to talk about gas, oil, and war. We were. Which is all the stuff that has replaced COVID in the news. That's that's how yeah. they got COVID out of the news. But at this point, does anybody care? I don't think so. I don't think anyone really cares. Other than the accidental missile launch yesterday. From- yeah. Okay. So I'm getting texts from people going, this is scarier than anything else. Yeah. These are two nuclear-armed powers. 
how does this happen? And then someone points out, I think it was Pat, the lawyer, pointed out, but the missile made a course change in the middle of its flight towards Pakistan. Like, yeah, that's where it was targeted for. Mm -hmm. It was just doing what it had been told to do. Yeah. <laughs> the, the scary part to me isn't, the, isn't that the missile landed in Pakistan because it wasn't armed. But the scary part to me is the accidental launch <laughs> of a potentially armed missile. Mm -hmm. How does that happen? Because look, I used to work in nuclear weapons and I'm telling you. It wasn't an accident. You can't accidentally launch. Well, okay. This is a cruise missile. Maybe. I mean, there would have to be, there would have to be a circus of errors. Mm -hmm. with unqualified, incapable, with people who know just enough to be dangerous to do that, to pull that off. And, and they did. See, that's, that's, that's Murphy's law, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter how impossible it is. People are going to screw this up. And they did. And it, it, but the missile did exactly what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Now, the question is that what they're not talking about in the news was is this actually an armed missile mm -hmm. or a training missile that was using a live target pack? Because if it was a live missile and has a warhead on it that didn't get armed for whatever reason, mm -hmm. probably the incompetence of the people. Yeah. You basically just gave Pakistan another weapon. Oh, well, mm -hmm. look, here's a physics package. Hmm. <laughs> But if it wasn't, then you just told them what their, what your targeting system, how it worked. Yeah. So it comes back to this whole accidental missile launch. Yeah. Accidental? He said, <laughs> very Ron Burgundy-esque. <laughs> it was an accident? You stay classy, India? <laughs> Enough to make you say what the fuck. Yeah. Well, so my story for for our segment doesn't take us that far afield, Dave. And in fact, it takes us to your beloved state of Wyoming. Mm. My home. And, yeah. So in Lander, Wyoming, the aroma of sizzling meat in melted butter wafts from a cast iron pan, while Jaden Bale shows his favorite way to cook up the best steak cuts from a big game animal. The deep red backstrap pieces, similar to filet mignon and beef, are organic and could hardly be more local. They're from a mule deer hit by a car down the road from Bale's rustic home in a cottonwood grove beneath the craggy Wind River Range. You see, Wyoming has come up with a new way to make sure that people can eat the roadkill that they get. They have developed an app. Mm -hmm. On their on a phone, so that you can claim the roadkill. So yes, Dave. Yes. So your beloved Wyoming, you can now claim roadkill via a cell phone app. So normally, this is the part where I say I have questions. Okay. But having been in Wyoming for quite a bit of time, I, I don't really have any questions. What I have is a an observation. Yes. So think this through now. You live in Wyoming. You're probably kind of a super outdoorsy type. Mm -hmm. The kind that goes mule deer hunting on a fairly regular basis anyway. Yeah. And we've given you an app 
that says, if you hit a deer on the road, you get to keep it. Yeah. We've given you permission to hunt deer with your car. Well, and it's, and the state wildlife and highway officials are the ones that actually rolled out the app. Yes, of course they are. Yeah. We have given you permission to hunt game with your car <laughs> in Wyoming. <laughs> Why stand out in the cold for hours on end? Yep. And you can just drive down I-25 and, and get one. Yeah. <laughs> it's enough to make you say... WTF. Welcome back. I'm Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. Eyes are pitching again like crazy. Yeah. So from the who the heck is that file? Mm-hmm. I know who Chelsea Manning is. Yes. Chelsea Manning is Bradley Manning, the guy that stole all the documents that he handed off to Julian Assange. Julian Julian Assange. And then went to prison and decided to become a girl because. Well, he, he, may have been, he may have been someone's bitch already. <laughs> so Chelsea Manning is in the news again. Do you want to know why? <laughs> please, please let me know. I, I'm so dying Elon to know, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, <laughs> the guy that just sent a bunch of Starlink satellites up just to make Ukraine, just to piss off the Russians. Sure. Which is great. I mean, I'm all for that. But Yeah. Um, he had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. with whom he just had another child. Yes. And is apparently some, I have never heard of this woman, but apparently she is a singer of some ill repute named Grimes. Yes. I think it's been an on and off again relationship. It has been. And now it's off again. Mm-hmm. Because Grimes, whoever that is, and I have no clue, never heard of him. Didn't even know that Elon Musk had a relationship. Just not something I care about. Mm-hmm. So apparently his Elon Musk's ex-girlfriend Grimes has already moved on from their relationship with an unlikely new romantic partner. partner. And if you know anything about foreshadowing, you know what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Ex-military whistleblower Chelsea Manning is now yeah. Grimes's new romantic did, did he actually transition, transition? As in, I have like, no clue, so, dude. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't. I'm assuming not. I, I'm assuming there's a phrase that they use that I'm not going to use here because while this is not necessarily a family show or a children's yeah. show, <laughs> it is a phrase that I find highly disturbing. <laughs> this coming from a sailor. And so I'm going <laughs> to assume that he's still one of those. Okay. Because really, what else would she see in him? Yeah, her, whatever. I don't know. And at any rate, so this this person, Grimes, who again, I, 
I have no idea who this woman is. I, I got no clue. There's no record in social media of them ever communicating to one another. Nobody ever tweeted at each other. Nobody. Mm -hmm. Chelsea Manning's on Twitter, of course, and so is Grant. Sure. Nobody can find any connection to them. But apparently but she has moved in with, with Chelsea Manning. Or Manning has moved in with her. I can't imagine that he has a job. She has a job to, to do no. anything. Who would hire her? So I don't know. I, it, at any rate, it just struck me as a whole, uh, well, I titled this, who are these people file? Because I don't know <laughs> who this person is. And I don't know why anybody cares. But apparently Chelsea Manning has taken up with, with Grimes. Okay. We are, we are living in the Barnum and Bailey circus era. I think it's just, it's, it's, oh God. it's like a freak show. Okay. I have to show you this. It's, sorry. I, I, I got to show, I got to show him something. Okay. On the right. I, that's Chelsea Manning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Isn't that uh, that's a catch. Mm -hmm. Is it? <laughs> well, the left picture of uh, Grimes is much better. <laughs> no, there. So I, I said we're in the we're living in the circus era. Yeah. All right, now I got to figure out how to stop sharing. Sorry, because nobody deserves that punishment. No, no. So they've I, taken up together. So there's your uh, celebrity news for the week. Any appetite I had? Chelsea Manning and Grimes, which is just a weird name. I don't know why any of that matters. I really don't. No. Except that it's one of those things that came across my... See, this is the thing. I get stuff in the email all the time, celebrity news and stuff that I don't care about, and I rarely read. But this one, Grimes yeah, and, and Chelsea Manning. Now, I'll be honest with you. I have a, a an unhealthy obsession with military criminals. Mm -hmm. I like to know what they're up to. So whenever I see Chelsea Manning come across there, I kind of go, well, I better click on that and see what, see what, see what hijinks she's gotten into now. And apparently it's Grimes. <laughs> the scoundrel. Anyway, I don't know. So Tchaikovsky's been canceled. Yep. This isn't, I don't that, get. isn't that so ridiculous? Anything Russian ridiculous. has to go. Ugh. So there are concert symphonies that are canceling Tchaikovsky. They're not playing Tchaikovsky's music right now because Tchaikovsky, as it turns out, who has been dead for some time. Mm -hmm. Tchaikovsky's been dead for at least 100 years, right? Yeah. If not more. I don't even know when he was. I don't even. I don't even know. Yeah. You're going to have to look that up now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this, this segment brought to you by Google. By Peter Illich Tchaikovsky. <laughs> yeah, certainly not by Duck Go Duck. Go Duck Go. Duck Duck Go, no. Because yeah. <laughs> they would report on me. Um, yeah, he died in 1893. So yeah. he's been dead for more than 100 years. The, the odds on Peter Illich Tchaikovsky even knowing Vladimir Putin are zero. Yeah. Vladimir Putin wasn't born until the 1950s. Yeah. Tchaikovsky never knew him. Not even a relative. In fact, Tchaikovsky was dead before the Tsar fell. Yeah. So the, the chances of Peter Illich Tchaikovsky being a Bolshevik are pretty much zero. But now these symphonies are canceling his music. They're not playing his music because Russia invaded Ukraine. No, Which, they're not playing his music because no one is freaking thinking for themselves. They're just reacting. Right. Uh, uh, we want well, to make it virtue signal, right? It's got to do the thing. It's even more than that. Not, not only are they not playing this, but apparently there are Russian children, pianists, who are mm -hmm. being told that they cannot compete in piano concerto com competitions. 
because they're Russian. And these concerto competitions are not in Russia. They're in yeah. France. Or, and don't think that these Russian children are going to remember that when they grow up. No, don't, don't think that they're going to hold a grudge saying, well, something I had nothing to do with is being blamed on me. Yeah. Huh. That sounds vaguely familiar. Anyway, the, uh, so what I'm, what I'm wondering is, because I, I, I really believe this war is going to go on for a while. Yeah. And as someone pointed out, there's like 330 days till Christmas mm -hmm. this year. So Swan Lake. Yeah. The Nutcracker. Yeah. The Nutcracker is a very. Ballet in general. Right. Um, are these things going to be the 1812 Overture? Are we going to do that on 4th of July? Yeah. I'm, I'll miss that. Well, that you will, <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's kind of like a, one of those, uh, well, what are we going to do? So they're not playing his music which is ridiculous. Yeah. Some of, some of my favorite music is Tchaikovsky. Uh, his sixth mm -hmm. symphony, third movement is, is hands down one of my favorite pieces. H hands down. I mean, it's just, it's an incredible piece of music. Yeah. But I'm told that he's Russian, so can't listen to that anymore. Yep. That's just ridiculous. Absolutely asinine. I like using that word too. Asinine. But, uh, yeah, so people get canceled and really the thing that it shows us, Dave, is it points out directly to us who the stupid people really are. That's what it is, doesn't it? Yeah. So if someone is saying you shouldn't listen to Tchaikovsky. Okay. Because, because he's Russian. Well. You're an idiot. I'm not listening idiot. to you anymore. Yeah. Now, does that mean that I'm in favor of Putin, that I'm a Trump lover and a Putin supporter and therefore an anti-patriotic, unpatriotic whatever. No. no, it means that I recognize the difference between music and politics, mm -hmm. which of course, most of our politicians don't because they just steal music and use it for their, for their pretty much right. Sarah Palin and Barracuda and <laughs> anything involving what's his name? Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Well, okay. But they're, uh, they're canceling him. So that's the, the bad news. The good news is that the vast majority of America seems to have its head back on again. And mm. the really good news is COVID's over. COVID's over. We won. It's, it's done. It's, it's beaten. We, we, we claim victory in the name of Joseph Biden over, over COVID. Got to get your hands up, right? Got to say, yeah. we claim victory. Name it, claim it. <laughs> name it, claim it. As you Nothing's go changed. fill up your gas tank for, it's like $6 a gallon here now. Don't even get me started on that, because I'm sure that by this time next week, yeah. we'll still be talking about oh, rising yeah. gas prices. That's enough to make you say, what the frock? In the meantime, please like the show, share the show, download it, rate, and review it. We ask you every week, but nobody ever does. On occasion. Every now and then, but rare. Did your son-in-law rate the show yet? Uh, that I don't know. I know he liked the page. I don't know that he's rated the show. And he has he has Apple, so he has an Apple right. device. Yeah, right. So what's he got? What what so could I'll possibly be going him. on to cause him to not have rated the show yet? I mean, uh, it's, it's I'll have like to ask him, and he'll have to let me know. Yeah. The rest of you get busy. Yeah. And email us at wtf at whatthefrock.org. On that note, I'm Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod, and this has been what the frock.